Amen. There's a word from the Lord today. At the beginning of this year, we introduce you to the theme for this very special year here at Bible Way. It is the 60th year of our ministry. And we said at the beginning of the year that we wanted to do three things. Consecrate ourselves. Elevate what we are doing. In other words, do more. And celebrate God for just making it all possible. In this first series of the year, first part of the year, we want to, we want to focus on consecrating ourselves. And for the next several months, we're going to be preaching and teaching on consecration. For this month of January, God has asked us to look at a very special series because I believe in order for us to do it right, to do it the right way, we need to follow the best example. And the best example of that is Jesus. Somebody say Jesus. So we have introduced you to a series that is simply entitled, Do What Jesus Did do what Jesus did. Last Sunday was the first message of this series in which we said make every day count. Jesus did when he prayed give us today our daily bread. This is the second message in this series entitled do what Jesus did. Our text is found in Matthew chapter 3 verses 13 to verse 17 is printed for you on the screens above. We've chosen the New Living Translation as the version in which we would read this incredible passage from. Listen to God's holy word. Verse 13, Matthew's chapter 3. Then Jesus went from Galilee to the Jordan River to be baptized by John. But John tried to talk him out of it. I am the one who needs to be baptized by you, John said. So why are you coming to me? Verse 15, but Jesus said, and I want you to pay particular attention to this verse, but Jesus said it should be done, for we must carry out all that God requires. So John agreed to baptize him. After his baptism, as Jesus came up out of the water, the heavens were open, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and sitting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my dearly loved Son who brings me great joy. And those who love God's word said, amen. Man, look at verse 15. Verse 15 is where the subject is found. The series, once again, is to do what Jesus did. Verse 15, Jesus said, it should be done. But look at what he says. For we must carry out all that God requires. Over the next few moments, I want to speak to you from the subject, embrace the process. 
Look at somebody before you sit down and say, embrace the process. Clap your hands as you take your seat. Embrace the process. Listen, it is said, it has been said, that perhaps we as people of faith, one of the things that we perhaps struggle with, maybe more than many others, is the ability to embrace the process. I want you to hear this message this morning. because This may not be the message to make you run around the walls and fall out. But if you listen, God will bless you, okay? We sometimes, particularly those of us who are believers, people of faith, if we are truthful with ourselves, we will admit that at times we struggle with embracing God's process. Ooh. Particularly when we know mm, that the process will involve some very difficult moments. I told the congregation this morning at 8, and, and by the way, 11 o'clock crowd, that 8 o'clock crowd loves to praise God. And they get behind the preacher. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. What I said to them this morning is that it is easy to embrace something you like. Am I right about it? It's so easy to embrace something that makes you feel good. It's so easy to embrace something that is enjoyable. But what happens when the process is difficult? What happens when it is a struggle? What happens when it breaks your heart? Crushes your spirit? Listen. The definition for this word process that best applies to this message on this day is this. Process is a series of actions or steps, or I would add, or a journey or journeys that take, that, that, that we must take in order to achieve a particular end. Leave that up there for a moment actions or steps taken in order for us to get to where God wants us to be to achieve a particular end now listen and God blessed us in my spirit when I, when I began to work on this message and, and God, God gave me this message even before 2022 ended Deacon Parker I, God gave me this message even I think may have been in November sometimes. And I said, Lord, what are you doing? He says, I need it to marinate in your spirit. So that when you speak it, it's not coming from your notes, but from your heart. And so the Lord says, I, you can define embracing the process 
in this year of 2023. By the way, is there anybody happy you've made it to 2023? I just want to make sure I'm in the right place. Anybody happy? I almost didn't make it. But I did. So when we speak of having to embrace, embrace the process, we're speaking of having faith in the things or journeys that God has ordained for us to go through in order to use us in the ways that he desires. Leave that right there for a moment. Things or the journey that you must go through. Whew. Leave it right up there. Look at somebody say, you're going to go through some things this year. If, if, if you're going to end up where God wants you to be, you will have to go through some things. There will be journeys, mm. encounters, things that you would have to endure. And God said, when he gave me this, he says, and, and here's what he told me. He said, and I said to the congregation this morning, Mac, you were here, you heard me. God said, this is for you first, Dara. I don't want you to think I'm giving you this message so you can stand up on that pulpit above everybody else, tell them what they ought to do. But you need to apply this to your life because there's a process that I'm going to have to take you through. In order for me to use you in the way whew, that I want to use. Is there anybody in here that's willing for God to take you through whatever God needs to take you through in order to get you to where God needs to get you? Don't fool me now and don't play with me. If it doesn't apply to you, sit down. But if there's anyone in here that's willing to say, here am I, Lord, Send me, use me, do what you've got to do, move how you want to move, move people out of my life, move people in my life, move things out of my way, do whatever you got to do. Woo! Pastor Bradley, God told me it will be a process. And it won't always be enjoyable. For I believe that God has a plan. God has a purpose for all of our lives. Anybody believe that? I believe that God has a plan that will lead us to who and what he wants us to be. And where he wants us to end up. God says, I want to take you someplace. But I need to make sure you're willing to embrace the process that will be necessary for you to end up on top. You want that elevation? Before you get that promotion and elevation, I've got to take you through some. God said there is a process. There's a process that I've got to take you through in order to get you to end up where I need you to be. I'm preaching to somebody 
Right, some of you feel it in your spirit right now. Somebody know, Pastor Jackson, you are talking to me because I know God wants me to do something and to go somewhere. I'm just not sure what it would take for me to get through that. But I'm here to declare and decree that whatever it takes. Listen, my brothers and sisters, in the Old Testament, there are several examples of how God rewarded those who embrace the process. Uh, let me share with you examples such as David. First Samuel chapter 30, David had to go through a place called Ziglag in order for David to become king of Israel. In other words, his whole camp burned down. His family was kidnapped. David lost everything and about to lose his joy. But he said, I encourage myself in the Lord, my God. God said David's process involved ziklag. And then there was the example of Abraham. Abraham had to go to a place called Mount Moriah. Uh, Genesis chapter 22 God says if you want to be who I have called you to be I need to find out if you're willing to do what I'm willing to ask you to do so take your son Isaac take him up to Mount Moriah and offer him as a sacrifice to me Isaac said to his father father I see the altar I see the wood but where is the sacrifice and up on Mount Moriah Abraham said my son Jehovah Jireh God will provide I need just a handful of folk that know that on your way to where God is going to take you God has already told you I will Provide. Sometimes the process involves zigzag. Sometimes, Elder Jennifer, it involves Mount Moriah. And then that third Old Testament example is a brother by the name of Joseph. Someone that we spoke of on last week. At 17 years old, sold into bondage by his own brothers. Joseph, who when ended up in Potiphar's house, ended up in a prison and a dungeon. But God, whew, somebody say, but God. Uh, Genesis chapter 29, 39, all the way to chapter 50 is the story of Joseph. We find that Joseph eventually said to his brothers, I am not angry at you. Uh, it is all part of God's process because what you meant for evil but God intended it for my good I I don't know don't y'all fool me don't y'all play with me but is there anybody in here with a but God testimony somebody got a but God testimony I never would have made it out of 2022 but God I would have lost my mind in 2022 but God when I lost my friend I did not lose my joy but God I lost my job but I still have my praise but God Somebody 
take 10 seconds, stand to your feet, throw your head back, and give me a butt, God. Process, process. Somebody say process, process, process. Sometimes God got to take you through some difficult places to set you up for your next blessing. Send this message out to somebody. Hashtag process. Send a hater in your life this message. Send this to your haters and your naysayers. Process, baby. That's all that is. Process. I'm coming out of this. Woo! Listen. Woo. May I preach? Can I preach? Should I preach it? Ooh, ha, ha. Ah, mm. Lord have mercy. I feel like preaching. Said I wasn't gonna do it this way. But y'all, I just gotta get back to that. I, I feel something. Listen to what the psalmist writes of Joseph's experience. So the psalmist writes and the psalmist says in Psalms 105 and verse 19, the New Living Translation, the psalmist says, until the time came to fulfill his dreams. This is the part I wanna to get to. The Lord tested Joseph's character. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, Sometimes it's just a test. <laughs> Can I get a witness? Lean on somebody and say, Sometimes it's just a test. Sometimes God's going to test your character to see if you're ready for your next promotion. God's going to put your character to the test to see if you can stand to be blessed. Anybody know that you're ready for the test? Throw your hands up and say, Lord, test me if you please. But the more you do, I'm going to bend my knees. Somebody ought to give God your best praise. Turn around and wave at somebody. Say, it's just a test. Tell somebody it's just. Woo! Ah, I'm preaching to somebody who is going through something. A difficult time in your life. The enemy is waiting on you to fall. But I've got news for you. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. All the king's men couldn't put him back together. But Humpty didn't know Jesus. Don't y'all make me preach. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, Humpty Dumpty. 
didn't know Jesus, what you know about Jesus? What you know about Jesus? He's a healer. He's a heart fixer. He's a mind regulator. He's a doctor. He's a mother and a father. Wave at your neighbor. Say, he's all right. He's all right. He's all right. He's all. He's all right. I feel like praising God. I feel like there's a dance up in here. I, 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 don't y'all, don't y'all. I, Y'all sit down. I haven't even gotten to my text yet. <laughs> but when I think woo, of the goodness of Jesus and all he did for me in 2022, <laughs> y'all excuse me, but I can't help but say if it had not been for the Lord, that was on in the text <laughs> in the text <laughs> Pastor Bradley, you are my pastor, and sometimes you just got to praise God. Sometimes you just remember what God did for you, and you know how hard it's been, and God made a way out of nowhere. Somebody get on the devil's nerve one more time and jump up and say, he's all right. Embrace the process. Perhaps Abraham was a good example. Perhaps David was a great example. At the corner where perhaps Joseph was a wonderful example. But there is one example <laughs> greater than Joseph. <laughs> greater than Abraham greater than David and that is what did Jesus do <laughs> look at the text if you will mm. our text records the beginning of Jesus public ministry and I want to get to this that's why God told me slow this down for a minute because I want to show you something for the past 30 years no one heard a thing from Jesus. I'm going somewhere. I'm speaking to every young adult under the sound of my voice who thinks that you're in a hurry and you got to get there right away. 
may I preach for 30 years we heard nothing from Jesus in fact the last time we heard from him biblical scholars suggest he was a teenager and he said to his parents I must be about my father's business but for 30 years God kept him in an incubator <laughs> preach Pastor Jackson God says sometimes I've got to incubate you in order to develop you in order for you to get your strength sometimes I've got to keep you quiet sometimes nobody knows a thing about you and who you are I've got to get you ready for the best and the greatest moments of your life and here it is 30 years later having lived in Nazareth Jesus finds himself at a very important part of his matriculation into his divine purpose his process was being unfolded and now we hear from Jesus we see him for the first time in his adult life 30 years old he approaches the Jordan River and he sees his cousin John the Baptist baptizing folk for repentance of their sins you know John that little seed in his mama's womb that rejoiced over the announcement of the birth of Jesus now both John and Jesus were 30 years old John had been out on the field for a long time John had been doing his thing for God for a long time but no word from Jesus <laughs> and now Jesus shows up and says to John I need you to baptize me can I work with this text I need you to why on earth John thought would I baptize you you have no need to be baptized because I know who you are and I know that you were born without sin but Jesus knew that the baptism was not just for repentance but the baptism was a symbol of the transformation from something old to something new can I preach Jesus knew that what he really wanted to get out of the Corinth was not I know I don't need to repent but I need to embrace this new thing that God was about to do and so here he is John says I, I can't do this and Jesus utters these words in verse 15 he says it should be 
done. For we must carry out all that God requires. In other words, Cousin John, I know you know my history, but I need to let these folk know that I am on board with what God is about to do. I not only support the process, but I embrace the process. Jesus knew that this process would eventually include Calvary's mountain. He knew that it would include the Garden of Gethsemane. He knew that it would include people piercing him in his side, spitting on his face. He knew that this would include them humiliating him, but he knew if God says do it, I've got to do whatever God wants me. Who am I preaching to this morning? Somebody ought to know that if God tells you to do a hard thing, it's for your good. It may not be good to you, but it's good for you. Anybody in here, God has spoken to you and told you to do something that you don't quite understand but my answer is yes Lord listen Jesus said to his cousin John it should the best translation Mac in the original Greek says it must be done in other words I got to do this I've got to allow you to baptize me because I'm going to embrace the process that God has for my life. Listen to how the author of the book of Hebrews puts this in chapter 5 and verse 8 of the book of Hebrews. He says, and I quote, even though Jesus was God's son he learned obedience yeah 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 y'all please leave that right there on that screen because I need to preach into somebody's life right now even though Jesus was God's son he learned obedience from the things he suffered God says I know your title I know your position in society, but if you are going to be what I want you to be and end up where I want you to end up, you may have to suffer some things. You may have to go through some things. You may have to say, Lord, I don't want to do it, but I'm going through it because after this, there will come glory. Somebody ought to help me give God a praise. I need you to I need you to embrace something. Look at someone sitting next to you and say after you have suffered for a little while God will bring you a great reward. Somebody say after this. Somebody say after this. Somebody help me give God an after this prayer. In fact, if you got an after this testimony, help me give God your best after this. Some of you haven't moved yet, but anybody got an after? 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 After this? After the year you had, God says, I'm 
I'ma bless you like you never been blessed. I feel like praising God. Take 10 seconds, give God your best after this. Welcome back, Anthony. Woo. After, after, after you're praying, after you're fasting, after you're mourning, after your weeping may endure for a night. Get ready, get ready, get ready. I'm almost done, but can I show you what happened after Jesus embraced the process and was baptized by John? Can I show you what happened? The Bible declares emphatically and with clarity in the text. Something happened. The Bible says in verses 16 and 17 that having come up out of the water, somebody say, after the water, after the water, already been baptized. How many of you, after the water? See, some of you haven't embraced the process of baptism yet. That's, a, that's another sermon for another day. Some of you, I don't need all of that. Well, you, uh, I embrace the process. Listen, after Jesus came up out of the water, look what happened. The Bible says the Holy Spirit, whew, ah, that Holy Spirit descended and settled on him. Why you need the Holy Spirit? Because the only way you can confront and defeat that lying spirit is that you need a Holy Spirit. The only way you can defeat that adulterer spirit is you need a Holy Spirit. The only way you can defeat that drunken and addictive spirit is that you need a Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit descended like a dove and settled on Jesus and then verse 17 and I need to put this in some context this is an incredible amazing verse I've always Dr. Cheryl liked this verse but I, I, I God bless me in my preparation and, and I had to close my computer and praise God. God says, do you really know what verse 17 was? God said, it was me validating publicly Jesus as my beloved son. Because verse 17 said, and a voice from heaven said, this is my dearly son who brings me great joy and that was alright I was fine with that until God gave me another spiritual revelation and God says Daryl 
do you know the boy's history? And that's who you're talking about. He says, Jesus, let me remind you why I had to publicly validate Jesus. He was born to a teenage mother who wasn't married to the man she eventually became her husband. In other words, he was born out of wedlock to a teenage mother who was poor and couldn't even afford a hotel room. They took him to Egypt to escape persecution. You know what the gossipism was saying about Jesus. You know what the naysayers were saying about Jesus. He had been missing in action for 30 years. He shows up on the scene and here go the gossipers. Isn't that that little bastard son of Joseph? Can I preach? May I preach? You know what the naysayer says. Y'all, y'all, y'all know his story. His, his, his mama, that ain't really his daddy baby. Man. Preach, Pastor Jackson. Can I preach to this side of the church? Maybe y'all went to Sunday school. Let me preach to this side of the church. Y'all know what they said about Jesus? That ain't Joseph's boy. He doesn't look like James, his other brother. He don't look like the rest of them. And so when Jesus shows up on the scene, preach Pastor Jackson, he shows up, Elder Eric Freeze, as the illegitimate, born out of wedlock, uh, to a teenage, poor, broke mama, <laughs> named Mary. But God said, don't worry. I got something for all of you. God rolled back the heavens and said, this is my son. This is my son. Won't God validate you? Won't God validate you? Won't God do it? Won't God do it? God say, I know what y'all say, but this is, this is, He'll do it. He will do it. Look at somebody say he will do it. To everybody that's been disgraced, disrespected, everybody that's been slandered, everybody that's been given up on because folk didn't like how you got here. You tell them I said the devil is a liar. This is my dearly beloved son, and I'm pleased with him. Ooh, look at God. All because he embraced the process. Stand to your feet all over this place. Three key insights. I need you to carry away from the second message of this year. What a word from God. Can I tell you what God showed me? He 
Cannabis Simmons, as I was putting this together, God says for everybody that was born to a single parent, God says, I validate you. <laughs> to everybody that grew up on the other side of the track, folk wrote you off, God says, I validate you. Three key insights. Insight number one is this. God has a process. Those first four words are bold. Take a picture, look at it, snap it, write it down. God has a process that we all are expected to go through in order to achieve all that he has ordained for us to do. Not your process. Proverbs chapter 14 verse 12 said there's a way that seemeth right unto man but the end thereof is death. Look at somebody and say God's got a process. It may not be yours. It may not be your family's process. It may not even be the church's process. <laughs> but God's got a process. Amen. God's got a process that we all expected to go through in order to achieve all that God has ordained for us to do. Insight number two. As faith walkers, as believers, as born-again Christians, we must be prepared to embrace that process. Not just trust, because I wrestled with, should I call this message, trust or embrace and God said, there are people who can trust stuff that they still don't embrace. <laughs> Embracing the process means you, you carry it as yours. God, I believe in this. We must be prepared to embrace the process. Listen to this. No matter how difficult or puzzling it may be, to some people it may be confusing. Why would Jesus need to be baptized? People were puzzled with this example in the scripture. And there's some things God will take you through that it will confuse others. Why did she quit that good job? <laughs> Why did she pick up and move in a whole new state and just, why did they relocate their entire family to Columbia, South Carolina. Um, why are they doing what they're doing? Here's what God told me. Can I tell you this? God says, you don't owe them an explanation. But here's the best part. God doesn't owe you an explanation. Because that's where I was. Mother King, I was right there when I lost some people in my life. God, why did Frank have to die? Why did Chip have to die? Why, 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 why did all of this have to happen? Why, why, did, why did these faithful people, Phyllis Williams, others, Barbara Diamonds, all of these faithful people, and God told me, I don't owe you an explanation. Ooh, <laughs> can I preach? 
tell, tell somebody standing next to you, God doesn't owe you an explanation. God, God I don't know, why did, why did my dad die at 78? Some people live to be 98 and don't ever go to nobody's church. Why did your son or daughter die at such a young age or a tragic death? God says, it's the process. It's the process. And I don't really owe you an explanation. But Lord, I trust you. And I embrace. And here's the third and the final insight as we prepare for this altar. God will. I need you to turn to someone standing behind you beside you and say God will validate and reward those who choose to embrace the process eye has not seen ear has not heard nor has it entered into the imagination of man what God has for you so the challenge, the second week of January, challenge the second message of this year is that will you do what Jesus did? And will you embrace the process? The altar is open because some of you, God has been speaking to you since we began this message. I don't know what God has ordained as your process. I don't know what God has called you to do. <laughs> but all I do know is this. That if you embrace it, if you say to God, yes, Lord. what you've asked me to do some of you God speaking to you right now virtually by way of radio in this sanctuary some of you right now God is pushing you to this altar this is not a comfortable place for you you don't normally come up here but God has been speaking to you for the last 30 minutes and God says there are some things I'm a about to take you through I need to know if I can count on you to say yes Ooh. <laughs> who am I preaching to some young lady some young man the best part of your life is about to begin right now for 30 years nobody heard anything from Jesus and his ministry was only three years long. 30 years you kept him silent. And three years later he was dead. <laughs> I'm here to tell you it doesn't take a long time. Some of you can have an incredible impact on those that are around you if you simply say yes to the process lift those hands right now the words of the song recorded by so many gospel artists say I'll say yes Lord yes to your will and to your way
Is that anyone's testimony? I'll say yes. Lord, yes. I will trust you and obey. When your spirit speaks to me with my whole heart, I'll agree. And my answer will be yes. Lord, yes. Amen. Uh, Brother Melvin, men, Corel, come on right now, bless us. Uh, yes. Ooh, yeah. Yes. Ooh. I'll say yes, Lord, yes. Somebody else, meet me at this altar. God is calling you right I'll now. That's yes, right. Thank you, young man. Lord, yes. Thank you, others. I, I will trust Thank you, brother. Thank you, sister. When your spirit speaks to me, with my whole heart I'll agree, and my answer will be yes, Lord, yes. Come on, Lord, I'll say yes, yes, Lord, to your will. God showed me in, in my own personal life, in my own family life, those that I love, God just reminded me that, that, that what took them to where they are now was tragedy. Whew, I, can I speak in somebody's life? And, and tragedy birth. A spiritual awakening Ooh. and an opportunity Ooh. amen some of you are here today because tragedy brought you to where you are and God says it was the process Ooh. 
you never would have chosen it for yourselves but it was the process you almost lost your mind but it got your attention you hit rock bottom with drug addiction and other things but God got your attention you lost people in your life but God got your attention and God said the process is not always enjoyable it's not always something uh, that makes you feel good sometimes it's hard sometimes it's confusing but if you embrace it God says I'll open up opportunities for you that no one could ever provide I, I, I'll do things that only God can do. So one more time, brothers, come on, yes. Somebody, if you mean it, lift those hands. I'll say, I'm gonna trust you, Lord, and obey your holy word, and we. those eyes, those of you that are listening by way of radio, those of you that are viewing by way of internet, those of you that are worshiping by way of on demand, amen. Stop what you're doing if you can. Let us pray together. Verse 15 of Matthew chapter 3, Jesus says it should be done. But we must carry out all that God requires. Even the things we don't understand, Lord. <laughs> We've got to carry it out. Lord, we thank you. We bless you. We thank you for this second message in this series. Thank you, Lord, for reminding us that out of our tragedies, out of our pain, sometimes are birth the most incredible opportunities and blessings that we would ever experience praying for someone right now, Lord, who's going through a very difficult time in their life. Help them to embrace that process that they don't even understand, that process that they never would have chosen, but because you required it of them, they said yes. And validate and reward them uh, in ways like you've never done before. This is our prayer. In Jesus the Christ's name we pray and give thanks. Somebody that loves the Lord said amen. Listen, be, clap those hands if you will. If you want to give God a commitment, listen, listen. As you go back to your seat, if you want to make that commitment, stand at this altar, remain. If you want to join the church, if you want to say, here am I, Lord, here am I, Lord. Because see, this, this process cannot be embraced if you don't know him, if you've not accepted him. And if you need him as your savior, if you need him to be a very present help, 
in the time of trouble. Come on right now. I need you to just walk out and just stand at this altar right now if you don't mind. Sometimes you've got to make a public declaration for something that you need God to do. Is there somebody right now? Thank you, young lady, who's walking down that middle aisle right now. Come on, y'all clap your hands for the, somebody else. If you, if you need God to do it right now, I will. Right now, I, wherever you are, maybe you need to just rededicate your life to the Lord. Maybe you once was where you needed to be, but you're no longer there. And you want to say, here am I, Lord. If God is calling you right now, come on, step out and walk down those out. Thank you, brother, walking down that middle aisle. Somebody else. Somebody else right now. Come on, give God a hand for this young man. Anyone else? Thank you, brother. God bless you, man. Thank you, man. God bless you. Yeah. Uh, come on. God said, don't rush this. God says, Brandon, don't rush this. Somebody needs to be saved right now. Anyone else? Come on. Thank you, young lady, and your family. Come on. Somebody bring her to the altar. I'll say To your will. Someone else. God is sending. I will trust you. Uh, look at God. Look at anyone else right now. We're waiting. We're waiting. We're waiting. God's waiting. Anyone else? Look at God. Thank you, brother. Look at all of these that are still coming. Let's go. Take them out. I will trust you. And when your spirit is 